Love is in the air in Williams County. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The old District 8, which was a grade school district. I don't know any other way to describe it. And District 1, which was the high school district where the grade school kids from District 8 went to high school. Uh, combined, they formed uh, um, 007, I think is how it was described to me. I, I've been calling it uh, District 7, but there's there's some arguments that are going on. Uh, there's an attempt to recall uh, the school board, um, and and we're back to this whole debate, this whole argument about local control as well. Um, but Mike Reuter is is with us. He is well. He's a little bit of everything uh, for Key Six Sixty Radio. Mike is one of the hardest working guys in our line of work. Uh, Mike, good to have you on News and Views. Thanks, man. Hey, thanks, Joel. I uh, appreciate you having me on. And you know, it was very apropos that you said love was in the air because. When I think about it, it's it's a lot like a marriage where you got together, and then after they got together, it seemed like all the cards are now on the table. <laughs> you find out something about that spouse you didn't <laughs> know before. You know, so talk to me about what what the basis of the argument is here, because the people of of you know that school district that new school district voted to become one school district uh it passed i was there i we had people on to talk about it uh a number of times so what has led to this newest argument well it kind of goes back all the way to the genesis of the school district it wasn't yes it passed but there was a very vocal populace that wasn't happy about it from the get go And then it went into a very contentious teacher negotiation meeting. And then it seemed like every step of the way there has been, whether it's been by, you know, how the world has been or a comedy of errors, just the school board has not been able to really, um, you know, put the right foot down for, you know, sometimes just by no fault of their own. Sometimes they just couldn't get in front of something. Um, internal scandals, leaving a, a removing a superintendent, um, test scores, how they want to fundamentally operate. It just seems like there has been a very contentious bone that has run its way all the way through until now, when this group wants to try and initiate the second recall effort in a year and a half. So, are they trying to recall the whole board? Or are they looking at individuals, or or what are they doing here, Mike? They're trying to recall all but one of the members. There was previously a member. He stepped aside, just kind of wanted to wash his hands of of the situation, of the board, spend more time with his family because it's a huge time commitment. So there was a special election. They did bring a new new member in. But for the remaining six that had been there since – since seven started, they're trying to remove all of them, like those six. Okay. I mean, that that's a lot to bite off because all of those six have family, they have relatives, they have everything. Uh, so when you don't single one out or single a couple out, uh, what you do is you end up fighting the whole works. Um, so, Mike, how far has this gotten? I mean, you cover these things. You, you're, you're working a lot of nights. I mean, when you go to these school board <laughs> meetings, how – how ornery has it gotten? Uh, the school board meetings, they were, they have gotten, as as we got into late 2022, um, I guess, quote-unquote, since the pandemic has 
gotten over. Um, they've gotten a little more contentious. The they were it got, for lack of a better term, it got very feisty when the the mask decision was made in Williston whether there was going to be a mandate for the kids. That got uh, that got very heated. And that's the first time that we heard some of the national talking points make our way, whether they came from um, syndicated talk, whether they came from TV, some of these talking points that were or were not, you know, well-versed. That's when we saw that. And, you know, so probably right around April of last year, it started to get a little more, you know, there started to be a little more teeth behind, behind the push. And then shortly thereafter, there was uh, the first effort to uh, recall the school board president, which failed because it was they wanted to remove him, but it was presented under a guise. It was it was under false pretenses. The reasons they gave on the petition. Now this effort, there it was a little a little sloppy and loose to organize, um, but the you know the group behind it, they're being organized by some pretty powerful people in the region and starting to be a burgeoning group in the state. So what would it take to do this? It's all one school district now, right? I mean, you've got you got the old district one and the old district eight now in as one. Now that it's not district eight uh, being able to determine the future of district eight, um, they literally have to win over district one in any of these votes, uh, which it would seem to me would be the 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 old district that's now part of that bigger district I get, but the old district that uh, would support these school board members. Or is my read on the whole situation wrong, Mike? And no, I think it's it is it from what it seems and kind of like from how how I have perceived it, it is kind of more of the you know some of the holdovers from District Eight who haven't been happy with it. That being said, it's like, yes, they have to rally the troops. They have to, for their individual petitions, for each of the recalls, they have to get their 700 signatures. But I just think there is, there's fatigue in, in the, in this fight and in the struggle. People just want, people want their kids to be successful. They want to be happy. And if they get six new school board members in, I don't see how they're going to have that much institutional knowledge. If you have a high turnover rate, it's like the term limits in state legislature. You're going to lose so much institutional knowledge that, yes, it's been a rough couple of years for the school board, but if starting from scratch, that's going to be, you know, potentially detrimental to the kids. So what is, I mean, school board elections are usually in June. I don't know if this yeah. is off year or on year for for school board members, but uh, you know it, it's school board elections are every two years, are they not? Correct. Okay, so this must be an off year as far as school board elections. Yes, yes, it would oh, be. Okay, so that being said, if they don't do it this way, then they're not going to get a chance to to hold that vote. I. When you speak to the individuals that are in favor of the recall, which we've attempted to do, we've we've attempted to get those individuals who are in favor of the recall on to speak to it, it seems as though they're hunkered down into kind of a, a group of people that, for lack of a better way of putting it, they have a very, very strict ideology, and they don't want to necessarily speak to everybody about the whys that they're doing this. 
Um, you know, it's it's to a sense, yes. These is they're very dug in. Um, now, as to the whys, they have to they have to officially declare the why when they submit the petition, and it has to be on there. Um, but they're very, you know, they're very surface level. Um, you know, you know, they one of them they talk about how our students are, you know, we're behind. Um, previously, our superintendent was, you know, he was brought in within his first year. We entered the pandemic. Um, there was not a lot of growth. Wilson lacks behind in most major categories for standardized testing. Um, that's one of the reasons. Another one is they focus money on spending for third party um, outside developments and not not focus on things internally, such as, you know, student lunch debt. So there are some internal things, but whether they are, whether that's the genesis of their real reasoning for, to want to get these school board members off, or whether it goes to a point that you made, that parental choice, which seems that, you know, that is a bigger and bigger thing that is driving a lot of this stuff nationwide. Okay, so if there was one reason, Mike, uh, that the people that are attempting the recall would give, if you sat down with them just now and you said, okay, what's the one reason you're signing that recall petition and pushing for this, what would they say? That's that's the question. Um, for them to be, you know, to circle the wagons. And I I think at the at the core of the matter, it would be just it would be a lack of faith in the the school board to move in the direction that they wanted the school board to move into. If they said that to me though, and they wanted me to sign their petition. I would have to see an example of what they're getting at. And, you know, they're, they're not going to do that unless they talk to folks. I suppose they're doing it one-on-one, -on -one, but I don't like their chances here in terms of just a Vegas political odds. Mike, you you just – thanks for what you do, man. Thanks for answering when we call, and I appreciate everything you do for Key 660. Uh, don't quit, buddy. You're doing a bang-up job, okay? Hey, no problem. You know what? Anytime you want to, you know, get into the weeds on something, I'm more than happy to. Well, be careful what you just said because we're saving that sound. <laughs>